KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there. From KUT and KUTX Studios. This is KUT 90.5. We are broadcasting Morning Edition live today from the Urban Colab at 12th and Chacon Streets in East Austin. I'm Jennifer Staten. We're coming up on 948. Twelve years ago, the city of Austin launched an African-American quality of life initiative to try and improve the standard of living, quality of life for African-Americans in the city. One of the efforts that emerged from conversations around that initiative was Six Square, Austin's black cultural district. The organization says it is, quote, dedicated to celebrating the African-American heritage of Central East Austin and preserving cultural assets in the district through historical interpretation, promotion of cultural and artistic events, and social, cultural, and economic development. Nefertiti Jackman is a Six Square executive director. She's joining us live this morning. Thanks so much for being here, Nefertiti. Thank you very much, Jennifer, for having me. So I want to make sure I describe the mission of Six Square correctly. Did I leave anything out? That's a lot to manage. It, it, it is a lot, lot. The one piece that I really want to highlight and emphasize, in addition to preserving the rich cultural heritage, we do want to emphasize that uh, additionally, we reanimate public spaces. So that's one of the things we do with uh, art exhibits, uh, which one was recently highlighted on NPR with the East Austin churches, uh, musical explorations, and we do a number of things to just sort of show that the culture is still alive and thriving in Central East Austin. So are you primarily trying to interest people who are in the neighborhood already in sort of absorbing the culture and experiencing the culture? Are you trying to get folks from all over the city to come? Well, we're trying to get people from all over the nation. So I would say both. Uh, one of the things, one of the art exhibit that we recently had, we had people who were primarily new to the area. We did not expect that, but that's what it had turned out. Uh, and it was a great dynamic conversation that ensued after everyone had a chance to look at the art and we had a very good conversation on gentrification now that wasn't planned but that's what happened and part of our thing is to engage old and new residents and so that was an opportunity that that took place and uh, additionally we want to serve as a model we are the first african-american uh, cultural heritage district in Texas, in the state of Texas, but there are people from other places in the nation who are calling to find out what are we doing and how are we doing it. Is it difficult to to sort of bridge that gap from old established to new? Are, there, are those conversations tough? Uh, the conversations, I want to say they're easy, but they are a little tough. Uh, I was uh, at the Texas History Center on yesterday with LaToya and other members of the community. And one of the things that I wanted to emphasize, because some people are focusing, and I, I get the focus on people who are native to Austin. But what I shared with the group is we want to make sure that we expand that narrative 
that so that it connects to pe people on multiple levels. And by expanding it and understanding that there's uh, a number of intersections with people, the story of what's taking place in Central East Austin in the African-American community is the same story that has happened in black communities, er especially urban centers across the nation. So do you feel there's a specific challenge for you right now, those we've been talking about this morning and in past reporting, of course, with Austin's population shifting, out-migration of the African-American population, how does that impact your efforts and the work of Six Square? Right. Um, it impacts it greatly, I would say. Um, something like this taking place in Houston would be easy, if you will, um, because there's a very large African-American population in, in Houston, and it's also concentrated in certain areas. Whereas in Austin, especially Central East Austin, the, the population is dispersed. So although we have our work cut out in reaching out to people who have left Central East Austin, reaching them in Round Rock and Pflugerville and the other areas where they have moved to. So we still get a lot of people know about us, but so many people come to the space and they're like, wow, we never even knew this existed. But the good thing is, I will say, there are many organizations who are partnering, working together. So there, um, the work is great with a number of organizations right in this area. And just as we wrap up briefly, I know economic development is also a slice of Six Square's work. Can you talk a little bit about, about that part of the organization? Well, yes, I will talk briefly on that. I was actually, um, there was a guest this morning who was here. He's gone now, and he's going to work with us to sort of develop that economic component uh, more. But one of the things that we have done uh, with through our art exhibits, that's primarily been the focus, uh, we support artists and their work. They get to... Uh, expose their works and their talents to other people. They buy their artwork. And then also with the receptions that we host, we select local caterers. And so that's um, something that generates revenue to people who are right here in uh, Central Austin. And we are working to um, build a newsletter, which I was just talking about that this morning, to highlight the various businesses. And I just started working with Natasha, who I believe will be on next, um, with the Merchants Association here um, um, on 12th Street. Now, for TD Jackman is Six Squares Executive Director. Thank you for joining Thank us you. live this morning. Thank you. We are here at Urban Colab at 12th and Chacon Streets, and Nefertiti's exactly right. We're now going to talk with Natasha Madison. She is with the East 12th Street Merchants Association. Natasha, thank you for joining us this thank morning. Thank you for having me. So first of all, I want to hear, you're a businesswoman. What is your business? What, what do you do? Um, I do a couple things, but I got started here because of my business that's East Austin Advocates. And what we do basically is help people to mitigate shortages of all the kinds. And you can imagine there are several in this area, so economic shortages, food, housing, et cetera. So tell us a little bit about the East 12th Street Merchants Association. Why was it formed? How did it come to be? Um, so we were very fortunate in that um, we were part of the pilot program. So the city of Austin's economic development department, they launched an initiative called Soli Austin. Soli Austin launched with three um, neighborhoods to be a part of their pilot program for developing merchants associations. There was Red River, Mainer Road and East 12th Street. And um, tell me a little bit about sort of who, who all is in the group. Are these sure. established businesses, new businesses? I'm imagining it's a mix. Of it is a everybody. mix, and it changes every day. So you know, the it, I think uh, Nefertiti sort of touched on it, right? It's a really nuanced area, and you have to be very sort of 
hyper aware of the history of East 12th Street in order to move forward. Um, so there are businesses that have been in this district for 40 years as a part of the Merchants Association. And then there's me, you know, my business has only been here for a year. Um, and then there's some people sort of in between like ancillary supporters who don't have businesses in the district but are committed to seeing the development of East 12th Street go in a way that's hyper considerate. So how do you, how do you manage those differing histories and imagine differing needs and sort of differing maybe attitudes or thoughts about the changes going on in the neighborhood? How do you, how do you get everybody under the tent together? <laughs> that's a good question. And I'll tell you what, I won't, um, I won't misrepresent it and say that we are all entirely under the tent so far, but we are definitely making moves towards getting everybody under the tent. And the people that have sort of given themselves over to the desire to um, be a unified collective force have decided that whatever you know thing that they had that might have been an impediment to their desire to be a part of this is not worth it in comparison to what we can do as an organization. So describe a little more about the association's relationship with the city. Is, sure. Is, is this a source of resources for you all coming from the city? What's the relationship there? Um, it's it's multi-tiered. And I'll say that because we are a part of a pilot program, I think there's a lot that's going on with Red River, Main Road, East 12th Street that won't necessarily happen with future merchants associations. So there has been some support in the way of financial support for legal fees, et cetera. So as we are becoming formed an official um, merchants association. There's some requirements about management classes, how, understanding the relevance of a board and how to select them, et cetera. So there has been some financial assistance, but primarily it's been, you know, a formation um, specific guidance. Mm -hmm. Are you finding, would you say that Central East Austin and East Austin, and I guess sort of the Austin business climate in general, is Austin a business friendly city? Absolutely. I mean, look at all the data. Austin is the friendliest business city, according to all the data. Um, one of the problems we find on this street, though, is that there are a lot of businesses that either are not thriving currently um, and or won't moving forward because there's not enough uh, very specific attention being paid to business development here. So what kind of attention then here does this neighborhood oh, need? Oh, man, if I gave it three things, I would say facade improvements. The appearance of a thing, you know, really has a lot of influence as to whether or not a, pa a person patronizes it. So, uh, like, you spoke about the juxtaposition. So we have a half a million dollar house next door to an 800 square foot pier and beam house where the family's fourth generation, they've been there for 50 years. These folks don't shop at the same places, right? And so we're trying to encourage some of the people in the district to keep their money on East 12th Street, but there's not much for them to buy. So they go to Mueller and they go to the domain. And you know, so what we would like to see happen is some assistance in the way of subsidies that would help these businesses get in the black, the businesses that are in the red, get in the black and get some real specific business development coaching. Um, so those would be the three things. Mm -hmm. So if, if we think about the patterns that we've seen as far as changes in this neighborhood, mm -hmm. new development, also the African-American population leaving Austin, if all of that continues on a similar path, do you all have an eye towards developing businesses for the snapshot of today in 2017? Or do you look at 
2019, 2020 in Austin years from now when you're when you're trying to attract and grow businesses in the neighborhood? Gotcha. It's complicated. We're doing both, you know. So um, the future development of East 12th Street and the businesses in the corridor has a lot to do with the businesses that exist currently. So being able to help some of the businesses that are here currently survive the storm and, you know, be around later is fantastic. But we are not naive in that we understand that this is happening. You know, this change is happening all around us. We see it every day. We understand, you know, the specific details of it. And so we, we don't want to overlook the importance of looking at what the future development of the district looks like. And so both. It's a, we're not in it for a sprint. It's a marathon. Natasha Madison is with the East 12th Street Merchants Association. Natasha, we thank you for joining us live this thank morning. Thank you kindly.